Uh, feel free to turn with me tonight to Luke chapter 2. We're going to look uh, at a familiar passage for this time of year. Uh, Luke 2 verses 1 through 14. This is God's word for us this evening. It says this. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people." For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. This is God's word for us this evening. Let's pray and ask for his help to understand it. Father, we thank you that you have given us your word, and we pray tonight that you would give us understanding. We pray that you would calm our busy hearts and send your spirit to us, that you would open our eyes and our ears and our minds and our hearts, and that you would show us Christ. We pray all of these things in his name. Amen. A hundred and seven years ago tonight, Private Henry Williamson sat in a field in France in a trench. And he was waist deep in freezing water. He was 60 yards away from German troops that wished him dead. Separated, that 60 yards was called no man's land. And he was, as you might imagine, longing for home in England. All of us long for home. We feel that home is a place of peace, a place of warmth. A place of love, a place of acceptance, and a place of security. But, like Henry Williamson on this very night so long ago, that feeling often eludes us. The Bible tells us that earth is meant to be a place like home. The earth that we live in is meant to be a place of peace and warmth and love and acceptance and security. And the reason that the feeling of home eludes us now is because our home 
has been broken by sin. Our home has been wrecked. Listen to this as one great theological text describes what sin has done to our world. This comes from the Jesus Storybook Bible. It says this, God loved his children too much to let the story end there with sin. Even though he knew he would suffer, God had a plan, a magnificent dream. One day God would get his children back. One day he would make the world their perfect home again. And one day he would wipe away every tear from their eyes. You see, no matter what, in spite of everything, God would love his children with a never-stopping, never-giving-up, unbreaking, always-and-forever love. And though they would forget him and run from him, deep in their hearts, God's children would miss him always and long for him, like lost children yearning for home. Our passage tonight in Luke 2 is about how God makes the world our home again. Perhaps the shepherds in the story felt the same way longing for home that we feel. We see the story tells us it was something of probably an ordinary night. The shepherds were out in the fields. They were watching their sheep as shepherds do. When suddenly... The angel of the Lord appears to them. This was not a normal thing that happened, uh, which is why they are terrified. It was terrifying that the angel uh, came suddenly and appeared to them, but the angel announces to them that they shouldn't be afraid, that in fact what has actually happened is that very night in Bethlehem, the Savior of the world had been born. And before the shepherds could even process this news, a multitude, an angelic choir appears and begins singing. You see it in verse 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. You see, the angels tell us in their song of celebration of the birth of Christ that something profound has happened with the birth of this child. Peace has come back to earth. In the middle of a broken world, in the middle of the war, God declares peace. You see, friends, in the person of Jesus, peace has broken out. In a hostile land. Peace comes because the Savior has been born. And this Savior will one day defeat sin and then rip sin and evil out of God's good world by its roots. What the angels tell us is that the arrival of Jesus changes everything. Changes everything. Nothing will ever be the same. And so 107 years ago tonight, Private Henry Williamson is racked with homesickness, sitting in a trench in France, and he is dozing off. He wakes up suddenly because he hears German yelling, Hook! 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 And he grabs his gun, 
and he makes ready for the German charge. And he waits, and he waits, and he waits. And the charge never comes. And so finally he gets brave enough to stick his head up above the edge of the trench. And he can make out figures over over at the German lines up on the parapet. And what they have done is put up a Christmas tree on top of the trench. And they begin singing, and I don't speak German, so forgive me for this, Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht, Alles Schlaft. Einsam wacht. The words are unfamiliar to Henry Williamson, but the tune was unmistakable. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. With that, the British soldiers begin climbing out of the trench. And they go and they meet the German soldiers in no man's land. This strip of land they've been fighting over for weeks, if not months. And they begin to celebrate Christmas together with the enemy. They give one another gifts. They sing. Some of them gather together and pray together. Some of them started playing soccer together there on Christmas Eve 107 years ago. And this happened up and down the lines and the front And so friends, in the middle of World War I, in hostile territory, Christmas peace broke out. A Christmas peace broke out. Jesus brought peace in the middle of violence and bloodshed and conflict and pain and brokenness. Henry Williamson was overcome with emotion. And he talks about this in a letter that he wrote home. Listen to what he says. He says, it was like being in another world to which one had come through a nightmare. And it was a world finer than the one I had left behind in England. And back again in the wood, it seemed so strange that we had not been fired upon. Wonderful that the mud was gone. Wonderful to walk easily on the paths to be dry to be able to sleep again. The wonder remained in the low golden light of a white-rimmed Christmas morning. I could hardly realize it, but my chronic, hopeless longing to be home was gone. It was gone. Friends, the gospel that the angels proclaimed to the shepherds that night all those years ago is not that Jesus came to take us home, but that God in Jesus is bringing home to us. Henry Williamson experienced it that very night on a battlefield 107 years ago. And what I want you to see, what I want you to take away this evening, is that the best parts of your Christmas celebrations tonight and tomorrow point to that reality. They are giving you a taste of your true home, which has come in Christ. But every unfulfilled longing, every unfulfilled desire, every sorrow that this season brings to mind reminds us simply that peace is coming. Home is coming. Indeed, in Jesus' It's already arrived.
Merry Christmas. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you that Christ has come and brought peace. He has brought home with him. And Father, we pray that as we celebrate tonight, uh, as we uh, spend time with family and friends, and Father, even if we are grieving in this season, that home is the truest thing, the home that Christ has brought to us. Father, let us see how the best parts of today and tomorrow are but a taste of our true home when Christ returns again and puts sin and evil out of this world completely. And Father, how uh, even the hard things we experience are teaching us to long more and more for that true home. Father, we pray that you will be at work in us. Give us peace because Christ has brought it to us. We pray these things in his name. Amen.